Okay, so last week um, we were in Maimar Shani Park uh, Rishon in Sefer Yikram. So we was discussing, we left at the, the tshuva. The question was, how is it possible to say that there's a yisod, okay, a, um, an ikr of Mitzias Hashem, if the reality Mitzias Hashem is something that is completely unknowable to us? Well, what 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 means what God's existence is 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 not any idea of existence that we're familiar with. Our existence is either conceptually something that's attributed that is applied to uh, to a, to an idea and brings it into uh, into uh, brings the idea into actuality, or the thing that's getting Yosef. Uh, worked up on is uh, working overtime is some idea of existence being part of the, the essence of the thing, but it would have to be by God. You'd have to be able to differentiate that from other existences and that would create a compound. So, okay. Grant, that's not, not so, not so neither one of those ideas are easy, but his main point is that we can't relate to the existence to, to the Mitzvah Hashem, in the way we relate to others, and therefore it's completely ne'elam. It's completely removed from our conception. And how can there be a shorash, the Torah, um, that, is, um, that is itself completely removed? Okay, that was the question. Completely ne'elam. So his answer was that... And if one person could know it, it's okay? No. No. He means it's ne'elam... No, no, I'm saying another mitzvah. Another mitzvah that only one person can. Well, a mitzvah is not like, Esau. Uh, like part, like part and then a mitzvah is not Esau. Right. He's talking about Esau. He's talking about Esau. So he says, um, we, not, we don't establish the uh, existence of Hashem as a shorash from the tzad shehu nimna asaka. Okay, so the answer is basically, how is it possible? It's not possible. So we don't mean it that way. But we don't mean Mitzvah Hashem as a, as a, as a shorash in the, in the way that that is unknowable. Okay, that, that's from the tzad of mahuso yisbach, of his, of his essence, of what he is. Rather, the esod is minatzad shu hashgacha the, the, from the from the point of view that is knowable to us, okay, and that is from his um, In other words, we can look we can look at the existence of God, the existence of Hashem, in in terms of a uh, the ultimate cause and uh, basis of everything that uh, of all existence, right? The the mamzi called nimza. He calls he says over here. The Elo, it's the Elo Lohem, Upo Elosam. Okay. Everything is from God, and He is the cause and maker of them all. From that side, we can have an idea of a, an existence that is differentiated from all, from all others. And it's the, it's the cause of, it's the, it's the, the, the cause of all causes. Okay. And the Mamsi called them. So we'll go into that a little more in a minute. Now he says, and from this tzad, it's mutter, uh, so from this tzad, we're allowed to talk about, about Hashem. Okay. But from the tzad of Atzmuso, from the tzad of what he is, 
It's impossible to discuss. It's impossible. It cannot be contained in speech at all. Okay, so um, just uh, just to, as a uh, parenthetical uh, point, I mean, you have the the the, uh, the idea, the tzura, the matbeah of bracha. I mentioned this uh, before. The matbeah of a bracha reflects this concept because we say baruch Hashem, right? So that's like uh, that's that's talking to Hashem, right? And you say, again, the Holam, Bore Pri Aids. Okay. We're going to say, Barasa Pri Aids. So the Rishonim will all discuss the, they, they, they note that we switch the person, we switch the way we're discussing the, um, the from the first person to the second person. Right. Brochatoshan starts off first person, so to speak, you, and then it turns into, um, I'm sorry, would that be second person? Second person, then it turns into third person, right? He created all this. So the point is that we have a, an obligation to recognize, in a certain sense, we recognize that there is this existence that we can only know from his actions. So we say, there is this existence, but what do we, how do we relate to God? That he created the fruit of the uh, the earth, or he's uh, in a sense it's the it's the the switch. We can't really continue the discussion any further than saying Baruch Hashem, you exist in a way that is the source of all bracha. But to discuss anything about Hashem's greatness, we have to make a, we have to move to the uh, the Ma'aseh Hashem. Okay, and that is the. Uh, that's the idea that he's expressing over here. We, we, the the isod is not in terms of, is not the knowledge of Mahuso, but it's the knowledge that we have of him from the tzad of his action. And what, 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 what we started to talk about last week too, is that he says, an important point, he says, Ki mitz, mizeh hatzad, ti malas Hashem. And from that side, okay, we can see Hashem's um, greatness, okay, his loftiness, his perfection, because everything he creates has a certain, has, has the utmost perfection and, and beauty and glory, okay? The causal chain, like, right, right. But a, bro- a bracha is, I just gave the example of Bari Pereyes. I mean, that's a birkas anene. You don't, you have to, you have to have a matir when you relate to the food you're about to eat. You have to recognize the source of it. And the source, is, we have to recognize that we, a chacham, a tipesh only recognizes the immediate cause, right? A tipesh looks at the immediate thing. That's the, the, the most, the most primary, the, the most proximate cause. And he attributes a certain uh, power to that. And the Chacham looks at the, at, at what the, uh, what's behind the, the, that cause and behind that cause and, and, and the cause that's more, uh, remote, but more essential. Like, like the Ron says, the guy is getting a, the prisoner is getting beaten by the guard. So, uh, even the biggest tipesh doesn't think the stick is to blame, right? Even though that's the most, the most proximate cause of his pain. That, no one's that crazy. But the, 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 the less sophisticated guy will plead with the, with the guard, and the more sophisticated guy will go to the warden, 
recognized as a higher power. You know, I mean, so, and then many times in, in the Lush and the Ramam and uh, many Risham emphasize the point that uh, very often in Tanakh, the, um, an action that happens is attributed to God in the sense that he was the ultimate cause. It doesn't always mean it's a Maisa Hashem at this moment. So, I'm sorry if I, uh, if I derailed this with, with the bracha, but you're right. We don't, we're not saying bore, uh, you know, this, you don't make a bracha in the particular. We have to, this causes us to reflect on the greatest structure and the greatest system of chachma, of, uh, that reflects uh, chachma Hashem. And the bracha is formulated in that particular system. And there's a machlokas in the, in the Tanayim. How, 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 uh, how detailed do you go? The shoyim, uh, you know, but uh, there are different systems. And um, we have to reflect uh, to the degree that we can, the, 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 most, uh, the most precise. That's why you can say shakal on everything, but that's not considered the proper. Okay. Anyway, but the only point that I was trying to make was that that fact of the of the uh, of this dichotomy that mahuso is ne'elam completely but the things that we can talk about like like he says over here what we can elaborate on is the knowledge that we have of hashem through observing his uh creation okay now the question, though, uh, that we were um, talking about a little bit last week was this. Yeah. Right, let, let's see. Okay. So the fact that we're limited, right? The fact that we are only able to have knowledge of God, mitzad, what he calls mitzad hayos pol hanimtzos, from the tzad of his, of, his, of, of maise Hashem, right? as opposed to mahuso. So the question is, does that mean that we are limited and impaired and deficient in the episode of, of Mitzvah Hashem? Does it, does it mean to look? The, he says, how could there be a episode of Mitzvah Hashem that's beyond our ability? And his answer is, no, no, we, the episode is, the, the, is not in the element that's beyond our ability. It's in the, it's in the element that's within our ability. It's not, it doesn't, it can't be a episode in the part that's Nelam. Right, and the Nistar is just in the Nigga. But the question is, is that some kind of like, like a necessary defeat? And we simply really, Alpi Svara, I mean, if the Yisod is, is Mitzia Sashem, should contain the full thing. Is it like an honest Rahman Apatre? And we simply can't have it, but, we, but it would be better if we could. Or is it, no, in terms of the isode, in terms of what the isode is, this is exactly the definition of the isode. Not in terms, Vitoras, what the isode is, there's no deficiency. <coughs> like, I, like I was saying last week, you say, the guy wants to be a perfect weatherman, so, okay, there's a certain amount of knowledge you can have of the weather patterns, and you can't, uh, beyond that, it's, be, it's, it's not possible. But he's still deficient. Because he can't, uh, because if he's lacking any knowledge, he's still deficient. In the in the in the goal of predicting the weather, you can say it's not my fault because this is the limit of human uh, possible possible knowledge. But in, but you're still deficient in what you're trying to do, right? So the question is over here: is it is it the limit of our knowledge so we just exclude 
Messias Hashem, Mitzad Mahuso as a Yisod, but really we're just, now we're always limited. Or no, this is exactly in terms of what the, the idea of the Yisod is, it only applies to this knowledge, to this type of knowledge. We're not lacking anything. Whereas the knowledge is definitely lacking, but does that mean the Yisod is lacking? Or, or is that just not a good question? Okay, so we have some kind of a premise over here that if this is the Yisod, this must be, if Torah is for man, and this is the Yisod, this must, must be the full extent. So, so then the question is, how is it possible that that, what's the difference, what's the difference between knowledge of Mahuso that we're missing and the knowledge of, 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 of his actions that we have? And I guess what I'm really asking is, what is the nature of the Yisod itself? What is the nature of the Yisod itself? Why? And, and, and put it another way, not to sound like a crazy question, but what is the importance of the knowledge that God exists to man? Correct? And 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 and, I'm t- and and the answer has to be, and whatever your answer is, according to Oren's premise over here, it must be that whatever the good is, it is completely contained in the knowledge of his actions, and the knowledge of his mahus has nothing to do with that good. Why did you say that? Because then we'd be impaired. Then we'd be then we'd be lacking. Then we'd be lacking in what it is that we're trying to do. You know, it's saying if knowledge of God is a good, right? So then, and we have no access to knowledge of Mahuso, yet we have the access to all the good through Torah, then it must be that the only knowledge of God that is necessary and beneficial to man, right? We discussed this a little, is knowledge of his, uh, through his pulos. And Mahuso is not my lemur for us. Doesn't doesn't help for us. Yeah. Okay. There's a question. Question on this is why did Moshe ask to see um, more than Paulos? Okay. That's uh, we're not going to stop this whole inquiry in its tracks because of Moshe. Okay. Okay. So so. What do you say? What's the good of knowing of, of the idea of knowledge of Mitzvah Hashem? Right? That, I mean, it's a question. I know. I know. Uh, it's, it's it's a very very basic question. Um, but um, I think I think we we need to have some kind of an answer. No, I mean, how can you lay it down as you so and not and not know why you need it? So. I think there are two ways, two two ways you can go on this. Okay, the two answers they are both true. Okay, one answer is like Chovas um, Levavos says in the in the Sakdama to uh, to the Sefer says <clears throat> if you don't know it's C.S. Hashem, right? I mean, then how then who are you doing all your mitzvahs to? It's like that's the frumer. Take the frumer answer. That was how could you do mitzvahs? Of course, of course, Mitzvah Hashem is the Yisod of Torah. Torah is mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are avoda. Avoda has to be to God. If you don't have any knowledge of the existence of God, how can you do any mitzvahs? 
right? It's just like obvious. So in that sense, you could say, okay, you don't need to know Mahuso. You need to know his existence. And in terms, as long as we can see his existence through Bria, through, through uh, Mysambracious, through uh, whatever means at our disposal, and, and this is why it's important, he, he adds in, and we can see Ma'alus Ma'aloso, right? We can see that he is the Ma'alos Hashem, and the ta- and, and and the and, and that he is he has shlemus and he has all of these qualities. Now we see that that existence is an existence that's roy to be mishabeach and to uh, and to do a, a vote to, right? Not just simply an existence. We need to know a certain quality of that existence. Okay, so that's obviously without without that idea, there's no system of Torah at all. So just on the most basic level, um, we need to know the existence of of the being whom we are worshiping, and and all the other all the mitzvahs have to be do, have to be focused on a on on an existence that's roy to be mishabeach and um, and to uh, and, and to follow. Okay, I, I'm saying it very very basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what uh, Sean is saying is right. No, it's uh, obviously it's not enough just to know the, that there is a God. You have to also have a system of Torah. So that's his next episode is Torah Minishamayim. He's very, he's very logical, very methodical. Existence of God, Torah Minishamayim, Shavarish. Those, that's without those three things, uh, you don't have any uh, any system. But uh, obviously, the uh, the existence of God has to precede the Torah that he gave us. So in that sense, you can say, look, okay, you have, Mahuso is not part of that Yisrael, right? Mm-hmm. I, but the second answer is, the second point is that, the second point is that um, what is our human perfection? What is human perfection? Okay. The Torah, like we're saying now, is a, is a method. It's a means of human perfection. Right, but the but but the knowledge, but and and the knowledge of God is the premise, is the basis, right? Is is the primary sort of that? And in a certain sense, you could really say that all of the mitzvahs that we do are really enhancing the yisod of Yedia Hashem. Meaning to like this. Now, what what do we really mean? When you look at what he's saying, he says that we relate to Hashem as the cause of our of all of all existence, right? the cause of our existence, of course, and the cause of all existence. And that means to say that it gives a person it gives a person a certain proper metaphysical knowledge. Okay. If a person doesn't have a yesod of God, then he looks at the world in a. Um, he looks at then he's looking at the world as just a natural phenomenon, okay? And he is, and according to Torah, we're saying he is only really uh, relating to the world 
in, in, as a physical, in its physical, as a physical existence. It's when a person utilizes his, his soul, his nefesh, his neshama, whatever you want to call it, he's now involved in the study of, of reality and the study of causes. When you want to know what something is, right, the nature of something is really a study of what, of what it's, uh, part of, what, of understanding what something is, is understanding why it's here and understanding how it exists and understanding what brought it into existence. And there's a certain idea that the soul of man is the faculty of Chachmah that analyzes reality and looks at things like we were discussing last week, looks at an object and can conceptually differentiate uh, you know, physical properties, conceptual elements, uh, what is its, uh, what are accidental features, what are essential features, and essentially the existence of the Tselem Elohim is a is a, is is a the Tselem Elohim is a faculty of of knowledge. That's that's the episode of that's the episode of, of, of Torah. Okay, I'm not sure where it fits in. That's that's the episode of Torah. That's the episode of uh, of what Adam is, and to the degree that man is engaged in pursuing the the reality of his Tzelem Elohim, that is the pursuit of perfection. Okay, that's that's what gives the man. That's what gives a person. That's what gives his 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 nefesh a, a certain. Uh, existence in the Rambam's view especially there's a certain idea that the soul that the activity of the soul is is contemplating knowledge and the Yisoda Yisodos the Omer HaChachmas say Reishis Chachma Yiras Elokim means to say the idea that there is an ultimate cause is the most is the most sublime idea that informs your outlook on everything and therefore it's the most primary and essential uh, f- uh, foundation of knowledge and without that idea of, of of recognizing that there is a there is an existence beyond the physical that's that is the cause of everything that we that we uh, that we see and everything we experience and everything we know. Without that idea, the person is really lacking in his essential. Uh, he's lacking essentially in how his in the function of his uh, in the function of his nefesh, and therefore in his basic human existence. And the whole purpose of man, the whole purpose of man. The tachlis ha'adam is to be a creature, is to be a, is a being who has intelligence, and that intelligence is tapping into the reality of the of the universe, and therefore, all of the importance of that knowledge is studying and recognizing the existence of of, of Hashem in the sense in the framework of cause, because. In the framework of cause, that's the that's the that's the framework 
of Chakira and knowledge. And the framework of Chakira and knowledge is, the, is, the, is what gives the, uh, what puts a person into, into the, the into, 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 it puts him vis-a-vis existence into a, a, a real framework. He, he's, he's, not, he's, not, he's not partaking in the world as an animal. He's not partaking in the world as a Balgaiva, like the, that it's his Kenyan. He's recognizing his, 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 his true place in the, in the framework of, uh, of existence. And he's recognizing that all, of, uh, every, all that we see is really brought into existence via a, uh, a prime mover. And like, uh, like the Ram describes Avram, he was thinking and thinking and looking. What is the cause? What's the cause of, of our existence? What's the cause of, of, the, of life? The sun comes up, the sun goes down. The moon goes up, the moon goes down. He's looking, there's a cause. The ancients looked at the primary, at the most proximate thing, the sun, right? And Avram says, no, that's primitive. That's childish. You're fixated on the, on, on, on the closest, the most uh, obvious, the, 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 the most direct, right? Chachma demands, the Chachma of, uh, of the Tzalim Elohim demands that you go deeper and you say logically let's let me analyze let me think this is a composition it's a composition that must be composed then that must mean there was a cause and, and, you, and you think back and back and back and that brings you to an idea of a prime uh, of an existence that is the cause of, of everything we see and yet it itself, and it itself is not, uh, is not caused by anything else. Brings you to a certain idea. And that really is the importance of the Yisod. The importance of the Yisod is that it essentially puts your existence into the proper perspective and gives you a, a, the, the, the recognition of, of the reality of existence. And that part of that, that recognition is really the function of the Telemelopium, which is what essentially our whole perfection is. And of course, now with that Yisod, we can engage in Torah and mitzvos, and all of those things help to the, Ram- the Ramam's theory. I mean, I'm speaking mainly from the Ramam's point of view right now. I'll switch gears in a second, but the Ramam's, the Ramam's approach is that the function of the Telemelochim is really the essence of man, right? I mean, that's, I think everybody agrees. You say, what differentiates man from the beast is his chachma, right? is ruach his speech. Speech is, is, is part of intelligence. And therefore, to exist like a human, to exist in the, in the perfection of man means you have to, you have to exist that means so that that element which differentiates you from animal must be present, must be uh, emphasis, must be primary, right? In other words, if what makes us different from man is our intelligence, from animals' intelligence, if we don't have, if we live without intelligence, then we're living like an animal. So how do we live like a man? What does it mean to exist like an Adam? It means that you exist with, the, with, the, with that which differentiates you. That's Chachma. And the Yisoda, Yisoda, and the Amun Achachmos is to recognize and to investigate the cause of, of, of who you are and the cause of all existence and recognize that there's a bow ray that's the cause of, of, of everything. 
that's the ultimate most that's the ultimate uh, or at least that's the essential idea of of uh, of truth that reverberates throughout everything else we do so without that idea there would be no beginning of human perfection and the torah would be would, would be just uh, would be worthless okay so it's a, it's a slightly different way of putting it and in that sense again mahuso is not is not our is not our asaf because we're just looking for the recognition of the knowledge of causation the recognition of the knowledge of 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 what is true about our existence you understand our perfection is bring is, is bringing a, a true idea about our existence to our minds recognizing what what we are and in that sense we have to have a, 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 we have to have a knowledge that we're created you understand but all of that knowledge is is contained in the it was laid down or the foundation of all is that simply goes to the point where our knowledge reaches the conclusion that there is a bore that there's a mamsi called nimsa who is different from us qualitatively essentially different and the cause of everything that we that we uh, that we see in uh, and experience to ponder what his existence is doesn't give us any of that perfection understand that's that is not the that is not the perfection of uh, of knowledge you, you understand it's a different kind of a question now does that mean that there's no other value to that uh, yeah apparently Moshe thought there is further value if you could gain that idea but that is not that knowledge is not a knowledge that's the um, that's the isode. The knowledge of the isode is the knowledge that puts all of er- puts everything that we do into the proper framework uh, and expresses the primary function of the tzelamilikim. That's the knowledge of the isode. That's only in that's only in terms of cause. It's only in terms of recognizing that there's a superior being that's the cause of everything. Okay, that's why there's no deficiency. In, in in our lack of knowledge of the of Mahuso. So the question was what 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 knowledge is the is the scientist lacking? He understands causation. So what is he lacking? Right. So I'm saying it's not just a, it's not a matter of just the exercise of causation. It's the causation that reveals reality. And his reality is limited to the physicality of the universe. And he believes about himself that he's just a um, what they like to say uh, stardust, Cog. right? Just stardust. Star. So um, there's no, there's no. See the the the, the, the metaphysical reality of, um, of of Adam is um, is the, the the Torah according to the to the Torah when a when when a person exists in a way that his that his knowledge that, he, that he's in line with reality, and his neshama has a certain existence, it naturally has what we call hashara uh, sanefesh. That's like I mentioned many times. Ramban says that the Torah never discusses the reward of olam haba because it's a natural phenomenon. Right? It's a natural phenomenon. You need to say that when the when the when, when the when the nefesh is actualized. Since the nefesh is not a physical entity, it's not part of the physical world. Therefore, it's not part of the. It's not susceptible to destruction like decomposition of the body. 
and to the degree that it is utilized and actualized, it will continue to exist, right? But the pure physicist doesn't believe that. He believes he has nothing more within him than neurons and, uh, and uh, you know, all of the biochemistry, right? And therefore, as he has, he has a true, what great, I would ask you, what greater mistake could there be than that? Does he say he has a soul? No. No, he does not. He does not. And then, of course, it becomes very, very difficult to understand how it's possible to comprehend the universe. That's, that's the big, that's the big kasha. How is it possible to be just a, an accident of the universe and contemplate and, and have knowledge of the entire universe, right? And have truth and have truth. That's, that, that's always the problem. That's always the problem. I told you that. I told you that last year. Darwin was bothered by that, right? He, he had uh, discovered the theory, his theory of evolution, which means that the man is nothing more than the product of, uh, of evolution. Uh, okay, he wasn't sure which, which primate he came from, but some, from, from some kind of primate. And he had some misgivings because he said he's only worried how can he trust his, his monkey mind with this conclusion? Meaning to say, it always reveals that contradiction. On the one hand, you believe you're just a product of the, of the physical. And on the other hand, you have to believe that you can attain a reality that's beyond the physical. So he kind of realized you're getting caught in that problem. He's saying, how could I trust if I'm just a product of evolution, which my theory proves, then how can I trust what my theory says? Because evolution doesn't produce truth. Evolution just proves survival. So how do I know that my idea is right? Maybe I can't trust my monkey brain to... Uh, to to uh, to hit on uh, objective truth. That's always the problem. That's always the problem. That's always the problem. So that's why we say no. There isn't. We have a faculty that is not that is not the product of, of physicality. That's that exists in a different in a different framework in a different uh, different uh, form. And that element of the tzelam elokim is what allows us to perceive the non-physical realities and have confidence in our, in our knowledge. Okay. Let's just spend the, uh, the last few minutes on, uh, on a related question. Why is it, why is it that, that God's existence, Mahuso, he says, is beyond, is absolutely beyond our ability to understand? Why is that? What's the, what's the reason for that? Can we understand why that must be so? He says, <clears throat> You cannot speak about it. Impossible to speak about it. Words cannot encapsulate it at all. Words cannot include it at all. So let's just, uh, it, it's worth, it's worth uh, while to think about why that must be. Okay. So what is our knowledge based on? When we know something, what, what, is, what is that knowledge based on? How do we know things, right? Especially, so, you know, we have, we have to start out with um, our senses, right? We start out with observation, build up a certain catalog of, of firsthand experience, right? 
and um, we have a certain combination of of data that we that we get from experience, right? Uh, our senses, combined with a certain premises of the mind, certain certain uh, premises built in to the faculty of the soul, right? And that's what we discussed last year in the in the uh, in the first book. He discusses that all knowledge is only possible if you have certain premises that are foundational. You can't keep looking for the reason behind the reason behind the reason behind the reason, right? You can't keep saying, you know, and, and I know this because I know this. And I know this. Because. There must be some point where we say, look, we just have certain premises that we can't prove, right? Um, like, um, you know, uh, certain ideas that are just within, contained within the human soul that, in truth, we've never experienced at all, right? Like perfect equality. We've never experienced perfect equality, but we have it within the faculty of the soul itself. That's what the Sefer Yikaran calls the betuchos chachma, the guarantors of, of wisdom. Without, without a foundation to start building from, you have nothing, you, 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 your structures are, are worthless. So we have to have certain certain premises of the of, of logic, right? Prove logic works. There's certain things we have to start with. So we have to start with data, right? Our senses, we gain information and uh, solid, whatever you want to call it. And then we have a mind of uh, faculty, right? And then what do we do? And then we do what what, what uh, Chazal say uh, called bina, right? We're able to now expand and maybe extrapolate from what we know to what we don't know. And we can we can we can reason about um, other uh, about you know unseen causes. We can reason about things that, uh, that, that we say must exist because of what we do see exists. But whenever we have a concept of something, or whenever we have, a, whenever we have knowledge of something, it must, it must make recourse to something we're familiar with. In order for us to say that we to have, a, to have uh, a new, even a new idea, okay, it must relate back in some way to something that we have experienced and 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 understand firsthand even if it's not something that we've necessarily seen but i know i know from experience there's such a thing as physical matter you can tell me you want to describe something to me uh you would let's say Let's say you went to a faraway land and you can and, and you and you and you saw something that nobody has ever seen before. You went to outer space, you saw an alien. Nobody has ever seen it before. What how would you come back and describe that? How would you convey that, that knowledge to people who have not experienced it? So you would have no choice but to make recourse to things we are familiar with and say, well, it has a kind of a body. And, uh, what's the material? You've never seen this material before, but it's shiny. Understand? You have to make, you'd have to be able to, it goes back to what we discussed before, you'd have to find some commonality 
and the differentiation. You understand? In order for us to have some idea. So in order, in order to convey the notion, if, you, if you're the first person who saw a giraffe, you might come home and say, well, it's kind of like a horse with a snake's neck. And, uh, you know, what I mean, you try to like make recourse to other things that you can, that you can help the person recognize and understand based on what he knows. You have to take somebody from his, you can't put a piece of knowledge in someone's head that has no muckle, no framework, no place. Okay. It has to, it has to develop and maybe refine something that we already have. Otherwise, there's no sense of knowing it. Okay. And that's the problem with the, with, with our knowledge of the existence of God, because everything we know is, and, and all of our language is derived from our experiences and everything we know is in this world, in the created world. And the cause of the created world is unlike anything in the created world. It's simply impossible to have any kind of knowledge of an existence that is There's nothing similar to me. If there's nothing similar to God, then by what root could I have any, any knowledge? So the only thing we could say is, we see from the existence of this universe a chain of reasoning back to a mamsiko nimsa, and we'll have to talk a little more about this, but we can see from the character of what exists certain qualities. I know it's dangerous to say that, that word, but certain ideas we can, we can have about that, uh, about, that, about that creator. But mahuso, mahuso, who makomo shalolo, vein olam makomo. As we say, hamakom, meaning he is the place of the universe. The universe is, he is not in the universe. So if he's not within the universe, by what, what, by what uh, faculty could we know? We can't, obviously can't experience. We can't, we can't, we can't know him through our senses. And we can't take what we have and augment it into something that he is, because then that would mean he shares a property with what, with what is with what is created. That's impossible. That's why the Rambam is forced down his negative knowledge road. You understand? It's and that's why he says language cannot be used because every word that we have is derived from our experience, and our experiences are all products of this of the created world. So therefore, he says we cannot use words. It's, it's, it's off limits and words of knowledge and it's impossible. The only thing we can talk about is my Okay.